0: This is Unleashing Leadership, and I'm your host, Travis Moss, and we have a special 13 episodes for you from our team interview with our friends, Emmy and May from Seed Planning Group. We're going to be wrapping up Surrounded by Idiots. We did about two hours of discussion on how we take lessons from this book and live by them. So what you're going to hear is raw, genuine discussion with two amazing women. The only thing that I did was I put starts and stops so that each individual highlight or thought that you're going to hear has space and time so you can properly consider them. If you prefer to hear start to finish, there's very little editing that's been done. So you could also wait for all 13 episodes to post and then binge on them. However you prefer to listen, this is for you. So please enjoy. Okay. Well, <laughs> so honestly, we got to get started. Yeah. We can't we can't sit here and screw around all day. We have two hours. We need to get three hours worth of content out of it so that I don't have to do any more more recordings for at least a week. <laughs> so basically, I'm just using you two. That's oh, what, what it else sounds is like.
1: like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not, you don't even get a gas card.
1: Awesome. I guess I'm walking next week to work.
0: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> life sucks.
1: Um, so, I'm not sure so, we have uh,
2: access to the cards,
0: May. You can, say, you can say whatever you want. So the ground rules are you can say whatever you want, but you have to own what you say. Okay. Right? So no making shit up, no pretending. It's got to be like, this is it, right? Um, and you have to give and receive graciously. So in case you two start like, you know, swearing at each other, you got to say please and thank you while you're doing it. Okay. <laughs> Um. All right. And so I have some, you know, provocative questions um, just to kind of get us going if we need to get going. Um, but after that, it's basically just an open-ended conversation about Surrounded by Idiots and, you know, what's so great about it and how we're using it. And as we use it, kind of what we observe from it. And like, you might be like, well, I didn't know you were using it at all. Like talking about it in the office and saying that person's a little red or a little green or something, that's actually using it. So we're going to we're going to kind of focus on that. But what I thought we could do is just get an introduction for you two. And I'm looking at my paper because I'm trying to remember who's who here. Um. Strong start. <laughs>
1: so,
0: so do you want to do your own introductions? You want to introduce who you are and, and why you're here? I made you Jess introduce a, us. Emmy, like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, so, so Emmy, we, we found you on the street, just wandering around yep. and we were having a potluck. So we invented, invited you in and, you know, you've been. And now you're stuck since. with me. Yeah. How many years of hard time has it been?
2: Oh, over three.
0: That's how many years in seed life is that?
2: That's like 83.
0: <laughs> 83. And, and what do you, what, what do you do when you're serving time for us?
2: Oh, the many hats I wear. Uh technically I am the manager of the administrative and operations team.
0: And what's that mean?
2: That means we run the place. <laughs>
0: we run the, that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty accurate. Okay. So we got Emmy who runs the place. Uh just to make it spicy, what kind of monster do you think you are?
2: Oh, I am definitely mostly red. Oh,
0: so we got a room full of reds because we got me and you, is that makes two yes. and uh, that that's most of us. Okay, so uh, May, <laughs> May, who are you and what are you doing here? Uh-oh. Emmy's running the place, so you know <laughs> what, what are you doing?
1: Well, apparently I'm May, um, as Travis said. So, no, um, so I've been at Seed for a little over two years, and I am uh, on the admin and operations team, and I am a administrative coordinator. Um, I like to refer to it as the air traffic control center (laughs) type position (laughs) where if it's, um, if it's happening and on the radar, I'm monitoring it and watching it. Uh, So there's a lot to it, but that's what it is up front. Okay. Um, And a couple,
0: a couple of fun facts for you though, before you get into the monster thing. So this is your serious side. So I know that you were going to bring your serious side. Right now, it's a, it's very serious. And okay. so you can let loose whenever you want.
1: Okay, and, great.
0: And the second thing is, did you
1: get your 10 to 12 hours of sleep last night? I got uh, 10 and a half.
0: Yeah. So so yeah. May, for, for our listeners, make sure that she gets 10 to 12 hours. I can't yeah. even like close my eyes that long <laughs> if I wanted to. Um, but that's amazing. Okay. So just fun facts about May. Yeah. While, I'm asleep. Because you're pre- pretty much going to be serious the whole time, right? That's, that's what you were saying?
1: Yeah, this is it. Um, you guys can't see my face, but it's it's pretty serious.
0: <laughs> All right. So I what kind of little this. monster are you?
1: I'm a big yellow monster. <laughs> <laughs> you wear that with pride, huh? You got yes, <laughs> I do. I own it uh, in full force. Yellow
0: monster over here. One of the interesting things. They came up in conversation. So, like, we're not in the same office. You guys are in Binghamton. Mm. I had to leave Binghamton because we were hiring Maine. There wasn't going to be enough room for everybody. (laughs) So I moved to Tennessee. And so you two are up there. I'm down here. And in our office, we were talking yesterday about, you know, what color people were. Mm. And uh, one of the crew goes, I'm all the colors. I'm all for it. And we're like, you can't be all four. And he's like, it says in the book, you can be whatever you want to be. I'm like, it's not quite what it says. He's like, well, I'm at least more than one color. I'm like, you could be more than one color. And he's like, well, then I'm at least three colors. And so I want to like, like unpack this a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, we, we, everybody I talk to who reads the book, if they, they're they a little bit unsure, they're just like, I'm all the colors. I'm like, I'm like the kaleidoscope. It's like, yeah, you know, we're probably, if we're being honest, can find a dominating color in there. Yeah. But so let's get your opinions.
1: Hmm. Let's just
0: talk before before I ruin it all. Right? What what because you both have done the book. Did either of you do do a book report with the new hire training
1: on I this did book? Not. No, but read it.
0: Gotcha. So so we started punishing people after Emmy started <laughs> by making them do the book report first round of yes. idiots. And I and that May one. <laughs> May, you must have got to do a different book report then, right?
1: Yeah, we did. Um... I actually, I forget the name of it now. It was a group that I was in with Hector. That must have been a good book. It was it was the uh, Oceans one. Blue Oceans. Um, blue Ocean, yeah. That's it. I, it, really it. I took notes. Yeah. It was deep, but it was really good. It was deep because it's a blue ocean. Yeah. And I hope yeah. to never do a book report again, but I like to read now. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> awesome
0: because, you know, a big part of what we talk to everybody about is that you can... You can You can read books about like your subject, you know, the the area of the world where you're an expert of or that you work in every day, but that doesn't actually make you that much better what you do. It's reading books about the things that you're not good at or you don't understand or you don't know. So you can get better perspective. So I wanted to get from each of you kind of um, what parts of the book you find are interesting that you'd like to talk about. So we can start with Emmy because she hasn't talked in a while or we've been talking over her. I don't know which one because we've been talking fast. So Emmy. Fire away.
2: <clears throat> um, I think my favorite part of the book was the insight of how to address or avoid problems with the different color personalities. And, you know, kind of back to what you were talking about, everybody, you know, certain people saying they're all the colors. I appreciated that he said it's not all or nothing, meaning not every characteristic will be true of every red per se, and that you need to take time to get to know those you deal with to really determine which Characteristic applies to them, so that you know kind of how to approach the conversations or interact during those conversations to make them most
0: productive. Yeah, and you and I are both red, so yes. we got problems, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think from from your perspective as being a red and reading about yourself and going, "Oh, yeah," you know? Because, like, one thing about reds when when reds read this book, they go, "Yeah, I am a red." Like, it's like, some people read the book, and go, I don't know what color I am, but when a red reads the book, they go. Yeah, I'm a red. So what was your first kind of uh, uh, reaction, I guess, or, or perspective when you are were like, oh, I'm a red?
2: So yeah. my first reaction, I think, was I know that I am mostly red, but I didn't believe every red characteristic applied to me. And upon reading the other colors and the certain characteristics or traits that applied to them, it showed me the ways that I've grown and the parts of me that I've really fostered and tried to improve that are part of other characteristics to bring into kind of mellowing out my read. Um It was interesting because I think I just read this book, what, maybe a year ago for the first time. And it was very interesting to see how much within the first two years of me being here, I changed because if I had read it three years ago, I would have been like, oh, yep, that is fully 110% correct of how I act and who I am. But the amount of growth that I had done within the first two years of being here at Seed, I I can see it after reading that book of, wow, I really was able to kind of tailor this or work through this to make you know my communication better.
0: Yeah, I think that we come in you know, I've talked about this. We we come in the door and we have talents, right? So we come in and like our talent is that we're a red and all the good and all the bad that that brings with it, right? And like, that's who we are. And, and when we don't have a, a dialogue like this to talk about, we don't necessarily always understand how to articulate it. But then once we learn how to talk about it, it's like, okay, so I'm a red. And then you start to like observe other behaviors and things. And then you start to work on yourself and um, I think the improvements are not necessarily becoming a different color, because I think that this is where where I wanted to go with the fact that you know somebody says I'm, I'm every color. You improving doesn't make you less red; it makes you actually have more powerful red because you're learning skills. And sometimes skills are like inherent, right? Like like you're just because you've been through the motions enough, like you just it's almost like your your body and your mind memorize memorized and it becomes a part of like this is just what I do. But it's really something that you weren't born with, like you, you had to acknowledge it and maybe work at it. So do you want to maybe talk about that at all? Because you you know, you're, I love the idea that you could say like in the last three years, I see my growth and because I've grown, I can actually look at it now. And this information maybe means something a little bit more important to me. So you want to...
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, with reading about, like, the different colors and the traits and characteristics, I, you know, it, it was funny to kind of see some of Red's be, like, strong-willed, aggressive, uh, controlling, goal- and performance-oriented, and opinionated, Um Those were things that can be very overpowering and perceived in a negative way if you don't know how to approach them uh, or control them, kind of we talk about controlling your little monster. Some of the kind of cool things that I was able, especially rereading it and preparing for this podcast, is I was looking at things that I've grown in, working on my green stubbornness (laughs) patience, being a good listener, or, you know, some of like my blue criticalness meticulous meticulousness or perfectionism certain things like that when you combine them with a red personality can be very damaging to relationships Mm -hmm. and noticing how much I really care about the relationships like you know it talks about yellows being very relation oriented it has allowed me to really change not change grow and improve on how I handle the red parts of me and the really strong, you know, aggressive when I get passionate about something or that fight to the death type of attitude we have when we think we're right. (laughs) And
0: (laughs) or being challenged, right? Like somebody challenges you and it's like, (laughs) yeah, adrenaline gets going. It's you'll fight to have a fight, basically, if you're a red. Absolutely. We're going to argue because we're arguing and that's what reds do.
2: Yep, and we can outlast any of the other colors. (laughs) So being able to really tame that to make sure that I'm focusing on communication that are going to enhance my relationships has been probably the biggest way I have been able to grow. And becoming a better listener and less of a talker when appropriate uh, has just absolutely improved not just professional relationships but personal as well.
0: Yeah, we come off. I, I think any red, because I everybody's opinionated, right? It's just when when reds have an when when a red shares with you their opinion, they don't share it quietly, right? It is with conviction, and it is like I you know, it's like going it, it, it's like going to church, right? It's it's like being preached to. That's when when a red has an opinion that they decide to share. That's what it's like and um and that can come off to a lot of people if you're not aware of the red personality you're just like that person is too much or or that person i've seen it a lot of times where people will think you're mad or you're upset about something just because you're you know projecting that energy out there and it's like no i'm not upset at all i'm just passionate about what i'm doing and i'm making sure everybody knows i'm passionate and it's just kind of like that natural thing and I think the biggest thing for reds is learning how to use that edge because that that red those red qualities that you do have, the willingness to fight, right? I mean, all the time we talk about standing up for what you believe in and standing up for what you're about, right? Well, you need to have that willingness to fight. That's an edge. You know, that willingness to take something that you're passionate about and go after it, that's your edge. You don't want to blunt that. What you want to do is figure out how to use it Um, in the right situation, so you get the most out of it, right? And don't like you don't want to be chopping everything up. You just you want to you know use it for emphasis, like speak softly and carry a big stick type of idea.
2: I think Reds, too, you know, we have to be way more self-aware of our tone, the words that we use, the way we start conversations, the way we react to conversations. Because, you know, one of the things that we are often accused of is being rude or coming across as attacking when very rarely is that, I think, our intention when we, you know, are are importantly aware of who we're talking to and what we're talking about.